Uh, how was your week? Um, not too bad because we had that extra day off, so that was really nice. Oh hell yeah, that was so good. It was so good. That's my first actual day off since August sixteenth. Yeah. I forget. Do you guys have all week for Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay, that's good. At least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom's coming, Doctor Mom. Yay! He's coming to visit me. That's exciting. In my house. That's very exciting. I've not seen my mom for two years, so... And she's bringing her boyfriend. Ooh. Extra mm-hmm. exciting. Right? I haven't met him yet. I've just spoken to him on, on Skype, but I haven't haven't met him, met him. So he seems like a lovely man with good prospects. Yay. Um, <laughs> That's good. He doesn't own any land, but yeah, I'm excited. We're going to go wine tasting, Ooh. and we're going to take them to some of the local sites <laughs> as as many as there can be in my small desert town take them to get barbecue yeah um what was the other thing we wanted to take them to do i, I can't remember now they're gonna get here and i'm gonna be like i had all these things planned but i've forgotten literally every single one so <laughs> i know let's just sit around and eat which is i like that i am achieving that point of like okay i have free time what do i do and in order to not paralyze myself with indecision, I have to just put it on my to-do list. <laughs> put my leisure on yeah. my to-do list. Otherwise, yeah, I get where I'm like, I have two hours. I have to do the perfect thing. What is it? And then I'm just sitting there like thinking about what I should do and never actually do anything. So, yeah. I feel that. I feel that a lot. It's like like that That's... revenge sleep procrastination thing. You just stay up late. <laughs> That's how I... That's how I fall into YouTube holes of just garbage television. Yeah. It's like, I'll be like, oh, I'll watch this while I'm doing this boring thing. And then the TV will stay on for four hours. <laughs> I haven't done anything. <laughs> I did one boring 20 minute task and then sat for four hours watching Judge Judy reruns. All right. I downloaded some like TV app, Tubi, I think, to watch Xena mm-hmm. Warrior Princess and just have that Hell on. Oh, yeah. Which has commercials, but it's like, I don't care, it's free. And I don't want to deal with torrenting it, so here we go. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess is quality television also, so... Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm going to consume all things pop culture Greek myth, except for the, except for the Hercules shows, the uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Sorbo and the young mm-hmm. Hercules, who is played by Ryan Gosling. Really? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I have that as a question for my students when we talk about Hercules. I have a picture up there with like four, the, you know, the Disney, Kevin Sorbo, Ryan Gosling, and then The Rock also, if we remember that movie from like 2005. Oh my God, I watched that movie. I watched that movie in the cinema. Oh man. It was bad. Yeah. It was very bad. The, my favorite thing about it though, that The Rock Hercules movie is like... <laughs> They were pandering to an audience that was just so not interested in the myth of Hercules or any Greek myth or anything like that at all. So every time they talked about centaurs, they had to clarify it by saying half man, half horse. (laughs) Dude, I thought this was from 2005. It's from 2014. Yeah, it's more recent than that. Holy shit. Um, But literally every time they talk about centaurs, they say half man, half horse. (laughs) And it is the funniest shit 
I, it just cracked me up. I very much enjoyed watching that stupid movie because it was just bad. Like it, <laughs> everything about it was. Bad. It doesn't appear to have any root in any mythology. I'm looking at it the doesn't. Wikipedia page right now, and it's just like he's a mercenary with with a gang. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah, it's basically a movie about the Rock. <laughs> it's set loosely around this this myth. It's as much mythology as God of War is mythology, and that it has mythological characters, but there's no like actual plot that that uh, revolves around mythology. I like how they also have Megara, the late wife of Hercules. Do they m- explain that he killed them? No. I don't think so. I don't remember. It was a very bad movie. They also have King Eurystheus, who seems to be in league with Hercules's enemy. In the mythology, Eurystheus gave Hercules his his twelve labors, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was shit. Yeah. It was very shit. And me and my friend, we were just cracking up in the cinema every single time they said he's a centaur, half man, half horse, because it was it happened so many times. It was very good. Oh, it's Joe Fiennes, Fiennes, whatever, however you pronounce it, from. Handmaid's Tale is King Eurystheus. It's got a good a good cast. Ian McShane. It's got, yeah, it's got like super famous people in it doing this terrible, terrible movie. John Hurt. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. Everybody should watch that 2014 Hercules because it's <laughs> so bad. Seems like it's- It's so terrible. Like when 400 came out, there was just like a series of like mythological type movies that came out. This one, the like Clash of the Titans movies with- Liam Neeson, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, let's just get on this. And then they were all so bad, that they just died. Yeah. Which is gutting, because Greek myth is awesome. Right? I love Greek myth so much. There's this book, or a couple of books. Um, one's called The Song of Achilles, and one is called Circe. And mm-hmm. they're like, they're kind of like Wicked is to Wizard of Oz, where they have like kind of a modern, not modern retelling. It's still set in ancient Greece, but it's a modern imagining of it. Um, mm-hmm. so a lot more, a lot less sexist. <laughs> yes. So, and where Patroclus and, um, Achilles are actually together as opposed to yeah. just good friends. <laughs> no, everyone in ancient Greece was gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, they're both very good books. Although I haven't read the Song of Achilles one yet, but I've just bi- attended a book club <laughs> where it was being discussed. <laughs> Um, okay, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. This is episode 79. Yep, we got the number wrong again last week. We were we were going back to our roots with you eating dumplings and us getting the number wrong. So it was just... It was, it was very retro, wasn't it? <laughs> it was uh, like a blast from the past, early, are you serious, just for the fans, etc, etc. <laughs> Well, we've got a fun one this week. I've got some some fun stories, so much so that we're starting with a fun one that was yeah. all over Twitter uh, last week, and it is great. Am I the asshole for my petty response to my boyfriend's purposeful incompetence about chores? <laughs> no, I'm just going to straight up say no. I'm fairly certain they're, they're mid-20s just based on this, but it doesn't have actually any ages. Okay, so my boyfriend has started pretending to be bad at basic life shit like dishes and laundry, like he can't do it, so I do it. I felt pretty frustrated with that, so I told him straight up that I knew he didn't forget how to clean since he moved in with me. He was always very competent living alone, and and I didn't appreciate him forgetting how to do chores. 
I said that when I asked him to do dishes and he refused and refused until he finally did them wrong, that I was not that stupid. He said that he was trying his best and I was wrong for saying he was trying to manipulate me. And that from his perspective, I asked him to do something and he did it the best he could. And I kept at him because it wasn't up to my impossibly high standards and he couldn't win. (laughs) He wanted me to believe him when he says he is trying. Anyway, this may be petty, but I decided to give believing him a try. So... He had bleach-stained my favorite little black dress. Instead of getting mad, next time he had a family event, I put it on. He asked me if I was really going to wear that. It looked messy. I said that I love that dress, and I understand accidents happen, so I wasn't mad or upset it had bleach spots, actually. I thought it looked kind of cool. This is actually really in style right now. It's like reverse tie-dye with bleach. Anyway... He said that he thought it looked really bad, and I said if he wants, he could Sharpie on the white spots real quick in the Uber. (laughs) It ended up looking even worse, which um, happens because the Sharpie is like a blue-black, whereas like Mm -hmm. a lot of clothing is red-black, so it, it looks bad. Black is not just black. Another time we were having dinner and he had done the dishes and put some of the cups and bowls in the dishwasher upside down so they filled with dirty dishwasher. I took those cups and bowls, dumped them out in the sink, but didn't wash them further, and served his food in them. He said that it was dirty, and I was like, they just came out of the dishwasher. It's just water. It's fine. And he said, no, it was disgusting. And I said it was really no biggie. I was getting over my impossibly high cleanliness standards, and I really didn't think it was that gross. (laughs) The last time I had cooked for a work party of his... After cooking, the dish needed to cool for about 30 minutes, then be refrigerated. I had plans with my friends that night, and I asked him to put the dish away after it cooled. He forgot. The next morning, he noticed the dish was never refrigerated. I said it was fine, it was just a mistake, and it would probably be fine to eat. There wasn't a lot of meat in it. (laughs) He got frustrated and said that you can't serve meat left out overnight, even if it's only a little. And I said, oh, I think it should be okay. Stuff happens. He stopped being so lazy about chores after he realized I seem totally okay with leaving stuff done badly and that he'll be living with it. But I feel a little petty for having been dishonest about it. I actually hate how my bleached dress looks and my stomach turns at dirty dish soap and unrefrigerated meat. Am I the asshole for being petty? No. Actual legend. (laughs) Oh my god. That is is a concentrated level of patience with your pettiness, though. Right? I I couldn't... Do it for that long. I the cojones on this woman. Like she's like, yeah, I'll wear my bleach dress. I don't give a flying fuck. Especially <laughs> if it was his family. Like, great, right? Oh, it's so funny. I wonder what his mom and dad said. Yeah, they probably didn't like, say anything about out of politeness. But well, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. If you're gonna pretend you don't know how to do chores, exactly. Like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> I love how he totally called himself out though when he was like, no, that's disgusting. She was like, oh, I think it's fine, my impossibly high standards. And like the wheels are turning in his head like, oh shit, oh fuck, what did I do? Oh god, that's great. Yeah, the level of patience, this is like the long con. Yes. However, I don't know, he would have to be perfect in every other aspect for me to continue this relationship. Yeah, nah, this is, if you have to train somebody, like you'd have to train an animal to do basic shit, it's not worth it. Yeah. And she knows that he's trying to manipulate her, too. Like, that's another thing, is this right. is not just a laziness, it's manipulation. So she needs to, I mean, sticking around to do this, hilarious. Good for you. Do it. 
living your best life. Yes. And then you can kick his ass out because this is apparently your place and he moved in with you. So bye. Throw the whole yeah. man out. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. Yeah. And someone in the comments or sorry, on the Twitter thread, like people were talking about how like men leave chronically ill partners at seven mm-hmm. times the rate of women who leave their chronically ill partners Damn. because or who become like when they become chronically ill mm-hmm. because they don't have they're not trained that caregiving is a natural part of life just like women are so yeah oof yeah there was a whole ass conversation in the in the twitter thread if you want to check it out on at aita underscore reddit i think is the actual thing but there were a lot of comments about about the whole conversation underneath our comments about the top comments because <laughs> everybody was like this is great leave him though <laughs> yeah this is not sustainable like at all you can't have kids with this man yeah no 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 because that's gonna be your jo- i don't know how to do diapers <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to feed a child Hey, guess what? We're not born knowing these things. You got to figure it out. Right. And then, right. and you can't do that. You can't do this same kind of thing. Just let a baby like sit in a dirty diaper until he changes it. Like you can't do right. that. Mm-hmm. The audacity of him though, when we live in an age where you can Google literally anything. Right. To just be like, what? I don't know how to do it. Like, learn. And it's like, it's learn. loading and unloading a dishwasher. That's like right. one of the easiest chores to figure out. And also, how did you bleach a dress? I do notice that everybody loads and unloads a dishwasher in a different way. This is a personality test kind of <laughs> level shit. Either people just throw shit in there or they meticulously stack it and make sure. Yeah. And people will put stuff in different places based on where they think it should go. And to everybody who was watching you load a dishwasher, it's always wrong. Yes. Because it's not their way. Yeah. Something my mom does, actually. She'll, like, look over your shoulder while you're loading the dishwasher, and then she'll be like, don't put that there. I'm like, well, if you want to do it, do it, mom. If you want to fill the dishwasher, go right ahead. Be my guest. Don't don't tell me how to load the dishwasher. I am 31 years old. Yeah, we never had a dishwasher growing up, but my husband's mom is like that. But she bought, like, a plate set that doesn't fit in the dishwasher, and you can't put it in the dishwasher because it's porous, I guess, supposedly. What? This seems like some nonsense would, that she made up, to be honest, but like... Why would you have porous... Right? Like, it seems like it would stain if it was porous. Yeah, I'm confused about the concept of a porous dish. Yeah. Like, like, um, like stone almost is porous. Some stone. Is it stoneware? I don't think so. I don't know what it's made... I think it's made by corningware, but it's not corningware. Like, but she just never uses the dishwasher, and I'm like... Dude, as someone who grew up without a dishwasher, who hates doing dishes, you would, like, even if I lived alone and ran the dishwasher once a week, like, that's, I wouldn't, you could not get me to wash dishes by hand, except the stuff that doesn't fit in the dishwasher. I quite like washing dishes. I, I think, and I think that's because we didn't have a dishwasher when we grew up. So we would split the chores. So I would wash the dishes and then my sister, my big sister would dry them and my little sister would put them away. So it was like a collaborative event mm-hmm. that we did every day. And I quite like the concept, the the repetitiveness of doing the dishes to the point where when I lived on my own and I had a dishwasher, I never even opened it because I was like, there's no point running the dishwasher if it's just me here. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't give a fuck. I'll just, I'll just wash the dishes. But even when you wash dishes, 
by hand. There's some bullshit things where it's like, your parents will say, no, don't put soap in this. Yeah. My dad had a paella pan, like a proper one from Spain, like one of those big, it must have been about a foot wide. Um, Damn. And... And and we had a wok that had been treated. And every single time he used it, he said to me, don't put soap in these. And I and I was like, well, how am I supposed to remember which ones I'm meant to put soap in and which ones I'm not? I'm washing the dishes. If you want to look after the dish, you wash it. So then I put soap in it. And he didn't notice. So it was fine. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had a cookie sheet that was like, it was like a reservoir. So you couldn't submerge it in water. Because it would just fill mm. up with the water and never come out. Like, Ew. yeah, it was gross. Yeah, that seems real nasty. And, like, we did have a cast iron skillet, but I'm pretty sure we didn't treat it like you're supposed to treat a cast iron skillet. We we used soap and shit on it because we also used it over, like, the the barbecue. Mm-hmm. So it, it yeah, was an abuse. We used soap on our cast iron skillet. Cast iron. I think that's, like, and we used it twice a week. So I think that's more for if you're going to leave it a long time so that it doesn't get rusty. But I don't know. I don't know anything. Don't at me about cast iron skillets. Look, if you put it in the sink, I'm going to wash it. And I'm going to wash it the same as everything else. Yeah. And I do, I did get rust in my cast iron skillet. And I Googled like, okay, how do you fix that? And I did it. And it's done. The end. It's fine. You just scrub it out with a steel wool... And um, baking soda? Yeah. And vinegar. And, well, not vinegar. <laughs> uh, and then you season it with oil. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. My my uh, experience washing dishes as a kid was that I did wash the dishes and my sister dried them and put them away. But she's just, was such an antagonistic little sister that it was just so annoying <laughs> And also my parents would be like, okay, dinner's over, time to do the dishes immediately. Like, you couldn't do it the next day. You couldn't do it later. Yeah. You mm-hmm. had to do it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not about that. That, that. That's what my parents used to do too. They'd be like, I would like you to do this chore. And I would say, okay. And then 20 minutes later, my mom would be like, well, I'll do it then. And it's like, wait, I haven't, <laughs> just let me finish what I'm doing and then I'll go and do it. It's not going anywhere. Like, is it urgent? Do we have the queen coming? Like, what do we need? <laughs> so, and then she'd go and do it and be really mad. And I would be saying to her, mom, I was going to do it. And she's like, well, I don't have time to wait for you to do it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right then. Yeah. But I won't do it. And then they'll... There, there are specific chores I did used to have to do because I was the tallest one. <laughs> so I used to have to vacuum the stairs because it was too difficult for my small mom and small sisters to do with their tiny frames. <laughs> So that was my job, hoovering the stairs, and I cannot stand vacuuming. It is the worst. I hate it. It's boring. It's noisy. I can't even listen to music while I do it. It's just a pain in the ass. So, yeah. Yeah, I vacuumed. I did the windows and washed the dishes. And then my sister would clean the bathrooms and dust. Yeah, we used to dry the dishes. We used to do all our own laundry. Laundry is Satan's chore. (laughs) It is fucking pushing the boulder up the hill until the day you die because laundry is never over. It, as soon as you finish the laundry, you have to put the clothes you were wearing into the laundry and thus the cycle starts again. <laughs> um, and... task. Yeah. Yes, I fucking hate doing the laundry. It's the worst. I will just leave the clean clothes in a pile. I won't put them up because what's the point? I'm going to wear them. They're going to go back in the laundry. You have a clean clothes pile. Um, yep. A medium. A clean clothes pile. Yeah, a medium pile. Yeah. 
One that I wore to go to the store one time, but I don't want to hang it back up because it's not clean, but also it's not dirty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then the dirty clothes in the hamper. And now the new factor is masks. I have to count how many masks I have, see if I have enough to last the week. I currently have exactly enough masks to last this next week. So I'm like, perfect. I can delay dishes or delay laundry for another week. Yeah. I, I only have five masks, so if I don't oh, wash them, I don't have any. I guess you also have in-house laundry, so... Yes, I do. That's yes, a little bit easier. Lucky. But, man, have you noticed some of your students wearing the cloth, the, like, disposable masks for many, many days in a row? Yes. It's disgusting, and they'll get, like, Cheeto dust on it. Nasty. It's not the Cheeto dust that worries me, it's, like, the nose grease. Ew. Some kids are at that age where they're starting to get kind of sweaty, mm-hmm. and, like kind of greasy and it's the nose grease that is pretty nasty yeah my my teacher friend has these masks that are disposable but they're designed so that you can wear them for 10 days and Mm -hmm. she's like why do i keep breaking out i'm like well it's probably those masks maybe just get cloth ones that are lighter right and wash them every day like that's probably the culprit there. And also they're stretching yeah. out the ear loops because they keep pulling them down over their chin mm-hmm. and it stretches out the ear loops and then they won't stay up when they talk. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. It won't stay over my nose. Like it just falls off. I'm like, okay, you know what? I wore glasses for a long time and you had to push them up every, you know, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just do it. It's been six months which, which, tell me which of your teachers is letting you wear your mask down off of your nose at, in class, and then we'll have a chat. Because it's pretty much seems to be everybody except for me. Right. Yeah, it's, <sighs> the mask thing is. Ugh. Anyway, we wandered away from. <laughs> yes, we have wandered away. But this lady, good. Yep. Yes. Now dumb. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you want kids. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's see. Okay, here's this one. This is bizarre. Absolutely okay. bizarre. I'm ready for bizarre. Okay, OP is an adult. It doesn't matter. And his daughter is 16 and her friend is 19. Okay. That's mm-hmm. an interesting age gap. Okay. Am I the asshole for firing my daughter's best friend for being too polite? So when I read this, okay, here's the first sentence. I hired my daughter's best friend. I thought he meant he was paying someone to be his daughter's best friend. <laughs> And I was like, that's a whole different what the fuck? post. Yeah. I thought it was some sort of like public image thing or whatever. No, it's it's he hired her for a job and is now firing her for being Regretting. too polite because he's a dick. Yes. Anyway, okay. she's a good kid and has a real interest in learning and working in my industry. My daughter's friend was unqualified, but I cleared it with the film's producers to have an assistant who is also a student. She's a hard worker and a fast learner and picked up her role well. She's going to have a successful career as a theater slash film tech. In spite of that hard work and quick learning, I had to fire her last night over her text messages to me. She is hired as a student, her inexperience, and therefore needs to be... Okay, wait. She is hired as a student, her inexperience, and therefore needs to ask questions, is assumed... That's a bad sentence. Okay. I expect text messages asking for more clear directions, instructions on assigned tasks, clarification of the equipment, etc. I told her the beginning of December, you are here to learn not to already know. No matter where I am, you text me questions you have and I will come show you or reply with an explanation. All of her messages have been appropriate questions for the tasks currently assigned. My hang up has been how she 
begins her messages. All start with Mr. Last Name. Sorry to bother you. I know you're busy. I don't want to be a bother. Sorry, I need help again, etc. I have repeatedly texted back she is not a bother. I want her asking questions. That She does not need to be formal and so forth. No matter how many times I tell her to drop formalities, she keeps using them in every message. I explained I am her supervisor on set and her questions are part of that role. So after five weeks now of her not following my repeated requests to believe in the validity of her right to ask questions, yesterday afternoon, I switched it to an ultimatum. If your future messages open with any wording that implies you are an inconvenience, then I'm going to assume you don't feel professionally ready to be working on a film and I will let you go. Three hours later, she sends the final message with, sorry, I dot dot dot. I replied back that she needed to go back to the trailer, get her stuff and leave. She was no longer my assistant on this film. Now she is hurt. Her mom passively aggressively dragged me on Facebook. My daughter texted letting me know how mad she is at me, and when I got home, had a sign on her bedroom door that said, Don't knock, don't try to speak with me. So basically everyone is mad at me. Now, the fired best friend will still be included in the credits, invited to the premiere as a crew member, and get a positive job reference on her ability to perform the assigned tasks. All she lost was these final two weeks of work. I have assured everyone that I will give her another chance on a future gig when I feel she is ready to ask questions without qualifiers. Listening to and adapting your work behavior to the preferences of your supervisor is a real-world priority. So I think I did her future career a favor teaching that lesson. Am I the asshole? Yes. I'm rubbing my temples. Flames. What the f- What? This is so weird. Right? This is so weird. I don't understand the hang-up. I think he has, and the way this is worded, he has uh, persuaded himself, convinced himself that he is so reasonable, that he he is thinking logically and clearly, and he is the rational one in this situation. That's kind of what this boils down to, isn't it? He's like, professionals don't have feelings and they don't (laughs) doubt themselves, which is like, not true at all. Yeah, and it's like, you know that she's being polite. Like, he says too polite. He doesn't say that it's annoying or anything like that. A detriment to her work ethic. It's literally just his own bugbear that he is allowing to affect him. So he's not being rational. He's being the opposite of that. He says literally everything else is positive about her. And all she lost was two weeks of work. Hey, guess what? People who have to pay their rents do not get the benefit of just losing half their month of work, right? right? Like, just the most privileged bullshit I have ever heard. I just, is it a cultural thing? I think it's a man thing. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean like, I mean like age thing. Is it that, because we've always been taught to be polite to our superiors, right? Right. Be polite to authority, but also like, one of the things that older workers do is they make assumptions about how much you know, and then they go, God, don't you know anything? Mm-hmm. Didn't you learn this in school? Right. Didn't anybody teach you this? No, that's why I'm asking you. So people kind of our age have been kind of, I'm not going to say sidelined, because I don't think it's sidelined. I think it's we've just been conditioned to believe that we don't know anything, and we we are a bother to everybody. Yeah. Oh, because getting sh- right. well, they're not millennials; they're Gen Z. But just the right. young people get shit on all the time for like being ignorant or different in some way. Like it's a generational gap. Don't you have any common sense? Is the yeah nobody has any common sense? The favored sentence. Yeah. So I can see where she's coming from. 
in this kind of he's a he's really busy and this is his actual job and he's given he's doing me a massive favor let me work on this film i don't want to bother him i don't want him to think i'm being annoying so i get it he's just being a dude yeah it's i yeah i agree with you i think it's that one time i think i mentioned this on the pod before one time i was working and i took over from another pharmacy clerk for this patient who is really being rude and so i took over at the register. And so at the end, she said, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. And she said to me, how dare you say you're welcome? You're supposed to thank me. I'm the customer. I pay your salary or whatever. And I was like, okay, sorry. Bye now. And she just left. Like, (laughs) like, so bizarre. Like, definitely her and this man are just figuring out things to get mad at. Like, Also, there's that meme that goes around every once in a while where a boomer is complaining about how millennials say no problem instead of you're welcome, Mm -hmm. because you're welcome Mm -hmm. means like you are welcome to ask again. I am acknowledging the difficulty it was in like performing this task, whereas no problem. And I was happy to be be servile to you. Yes. And no problem implies like, oh, it was not a bother at all. Feel free to ask any time. So it's like, yeah, it's just slightly different. Like, calm down. (laughs) yeah it's yeah it seems like that also there's probably a gender issue at play here where yes girls are taught to be really apologetic and not bother anyone and not make noise like there's okay whatever there's a helicopter my apologies (laughs) um i was at the car shop (laughs) yes the shop (laughs) <laughs> they were doing something. I'm like, with the shop with cars. With the mechanic. Oh, the garage. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, they they gave me my key back, but they didn't take that little tag that has, like, the, inf- the you know, car info on it mm-hmm. that you're supposed to rip off and throw away. And I took it off, and he was, like, dealing with the paperwork. And I almost didn't say, can you throw this away for me? I was going to, like, take it and put it in my pocket so that it's not to be a bother. And then I was like, okay, no. That's ridiculous. Like, just, he probably has a trash can that's sitting right there. I just, and so I handed it to him and I was like, can you throw this away for me? And he's like, sure, no problem. (laughs) But that was like, I had convinced myself like, oh no, I shouldn't ask for a trash can. I shouldn't ask for you to take this with your hand and move it three feet and let it go. Like, (laughs) yeah. So I think gender is definitely an issue here as well. I Yeah, it's always... It's always weird to see how people behave in work situations. Like, what would his complaint be if she wasn't being polite? Right. Is Would there be something else that he would come up with? Right. Like, I was like, now she is hurt. Like, her mom passively, aggressively dragged me on Facebook. Daughter's mad at me. Like, every all these women are just so angry and emotional. Oh, so emotional. Right? Like, that's definitely the vibe I'm getting from this guy. Like, you need to give her her job back. And not be such a tool about it. I don't think there are any comments, unfortunately. And he was labeled the asshole, so that's good. Good. Good job, Reddit. You did a thing. Okay. So OP says, I took the almost 100% ruling here that I was an asshole and apologized and asked her to please come back tonight and finish the gig, which she agreed to. I will say, though, that we have had this conversation at least three times over the previous five weeks before I put out the ultimatum yesterday. Like... (sighs) 
Old people complain all the time that, oh, they're just expected to change the way that they speak on a dime and learn all these pronouns and these new terms and mm. stuff. And they're like, it can't happen overnight. I can't do like, give me some time and be patient with me. Yet they do not offer the same patience when it's the other way around. They want everything to be done their way because that's the way they've always done it. Right. Um, and can't adapt. They're, they're the least adaptable people in the world. It's like, wow, I don't want to do this. And it's like, okay, fine. Uh, okay, he also says, thank you for everyone for the fast and very thorough ass whooping. I especially need to apologize to the other posters who accused me of being a faux feminist. I was not intending to pretend my feminism... And I genuinely do want to see her succeed because I think she has the potential to be a great filmmaker. Thank you for calling out my bullshit. And then he goes on to say, I was trying to instill confidence. Way too many men expect women to apologize and act unworthy. She is hella good for her first gig. My genuine wish is that she would recognize her skill and be confident that she is qualified to do the job. But that's not going to happen if you are belittling her for apologizing. Right. Because now she's going to be thinking about that all the time. Right. And it's natural to be anxious and want to make sure that you're doing everything right on your first big professional job. Like, yeah, he's expecting too much. Yeah, and he has everything great to say about her. And I get that he's like, he's also saying like, you are not expected to know everything and it's good to ask questions. That's great that you're doing that. That's good. But you are uh, tone policing the way in which she's asking, asking the questions so that therein lies the problem, my dude. But- he has taken his first step towards learning, so good for you, buddy. Aww. Yeah. Yay, <laughs> education. That's what we're all about here. Yeah. All right. So I guess that had a happier ending than I really expected at all. Yay. Okay. So this next one is the name of the asshole post. <laughs> and OP's 43. Her daughter is 25. And then her husband's okay. 56. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> do, do we need to do I some think maths? so. Okay, so so <laughs> Okay. Fifty six minus twenty five uh-huh. is twenty six. No. No. Uh-huh. No. That can't be right. Wait, okay. So it's thirty one. Fifty six minus twenty five is thirty one. Okay, so he was thirty one. What's forty three minus twenty five? Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. No. <laughs> oh, that does no. not pass any type of rule. nope how old was she when she had this kid well she was 18 and he was 31 jesus christ nope woof okay um (laughs) missed that on the first one it's already bad she put the ages far (laughs) apart from each other so i didn't actually connect those two things okay am i the asshole for making my daughter put her feminine hygiene items back from the trolley after she disrespected me in front of others at the supermarket what what Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a 43-year-old mother of a 25-year-old daughter who still lives at home with me and my 56-year-old husband, her biological father. For the longest time, she has developed a nasty attitude towards me, starting around the age she began puberty. I thought it was a phase, but it continued on into her adulthood. My daughter dropped out of university to do drugs, party, and be promiscuous. I'm I'm throwing a red flag to the mom on that one. Yeah, don't be a bitch. <laughs> I have tried to seek help for and have tried to supported her to the best of her uh, to the best of my abilities. I love her, but she is so mean to me. My husband lets my daughter get away with all sorts of things. She is allowed to break curfew. She can talk back to me whenever I ask a simple request. 
curfew at 25. Right. I mean, I get being like, hey, if you're coming back late, don't be loud. Because other people live here, but not at curfew at 25. I don't like it. Basically, my husband rewards her behavior, and I am sick of it. My daughter has never had a job in her whole entire life. My husband provides her with an allowance that she blows on materialistic things. She has no concept of saving money, even though I have tried to teach. In fact, she tells me to piss off and mind my own business whenever I try and help her. Oh, she also spells behavior with a U, so... Yeah, we're in England. (laughs) My daughter is dependent on us financially. She believes she is entitled to all we provide for her. I would have cut the umbilical cord a long time ago, but my dearest hubby said that she is not prepared to do that just yet. To add, my daughter does no housework around the house because my husband believes it's the wife's job to do all that. Oh my god. Woof. (laughs) Everything sucks here. (laughs) Yup. Hey, hey, you guessed the judgment. Good job. Yay! Yesterday, I took my daughter shopping at our local supermarket. My daughter begins putting boxes of tampons, medicine for period pains, junk food like chocolate, and lots of clearance makeup into the trolley. We both line up at the registers and wait. My daughter is standing incredibly close to an older lady in front of us. I told my daughter politely, please stand back from her because we need to socially distance ourselves from others. My daughter looked me right in the face, gave me a dirty look, and ignored my reasonable request. I asked her again. Let me check. This is from two years ago. My daughter takes a step back, looks at me like I just punched her, sighs, rolls her eyes, and shakes her head. I snap and tell her, are you going to pay for your stuff or are you expecting me to pay for it? She says she has no money, so I cut her off and say, well, you can just take everything out and put it back on the shelf. Do it now. She asks, but it's that time of month and I need these. And I said, tough luck. Take the food, tampons, medicine, and makeup and put it back. I am not paying for it. If you do end up making a mess down there, you can learn to wash your own underwear. She reluctantly did as she was told and I ended up paying for my items. We got home and she cried to her father and he says I was horrible for not paying for her girl things. She said I embarrassed her in front of everyone and now my husband is ignoring me. I don't know if I was in the wrong here, but I thought maybe that would teach my daughter a lesson. Was I the asshole for now buying her for not buying her tampons and chewing her out? Yeah. You can't fucking deny her tampons because she wouldn't listen to you at 25. Literally everything else can be put back. Also, you're 43, you probably have some stuff at home still. Like like you're still having periods, so you can just be like, you can use mine at home. Like, but also Like, you can tell her to put the makeup and the chocolate and junk food back. Like, that's fine, but not medical stuff. Fucking hell. What on earth is this? This family. Dystopian hellhole. Um, yeah. What? This is the weirdest relationship. Like, family dynamic? Yeah. What is happening here? So, she, the the daughter is 25, Uh lives at home, has not liked her mother since she hit puberty. Which, okay, fine. It seems like the mom is not, you know, if that happens, your teenager starts to be like that. Then you just are patient with them and you wait it out. But it seems like she was like clapping back at this child and it developed into resentment. Yeah, because she was like a baby. Mm-hmm. That's why. Like she wasn't mature enough to have a kid at 18. Yeah. Meanwhile, the dad is like over here fostering this resentment between them like, like, he has a seriously unhealthy relationship with women in general, so... Yeah. He is not helping. It's, like, not an emotional intelligence point in sight. No. In this family. So weird. So weird. 
Okay, let me see if there's any other follow-up comments or anything, because, like, damn. I don't understand how... Well, maybe I do. The daughter got so entitled when the dad is so... Women stay at home and do housework, and that's a wife's job. Like, surely he should have been saying to the daughter, you should learn how to do laundry and things like that. Like, I don't understand how she's got so spoiled when the dad has that behavior. Yeah, it seems like maybe... Little princess mentality. Yeah, like, if he has that idea, shouldn't he be like, well, you need to learn how to keep a husband or whatever, like... Right. Ah, sweet baby. I'm not sure of my choices until now. I always thought I made a good choice marrying someone who wanted the best for me when I was 17. Oh, shit. My husband and I got married when I was 18, just after I had conceived my daughter. Jesus fucking Christ. The top comment is basically like, I understand wanting to think that OP is a villain here, but like, look at the ages, look at the other factors here. Like, she has no idea what she's doing. She's absolutely clueless. And she's been absolutely clueless since she was 17 years old. Like, yeah, when you're in a. This is the only life she's known. Right. When you're in a relationship that doesn't allow you to grow, you stay stuck in that 17-year-old mindset. And so now she's butting heads with someone who has similar emotional maturity to her. And also she says she has no family or friends at all. It's just husband and daughter. So that's going to prevent growth as well. Like, yeah, she needs to get out of this situation. And while in this exact moment she was an asshole, she was an asshole in a similar way to like a petty teenager. Because she's stuck Mm -hmm. in a petty teenager mindset. Right. And if you spend all your time with only two people, there is no way that that's ever going to be a good relationship. No. Because the only thing you're ever going to see is their flaws. You're not enjoying being with them. You're trapped with them. Right. Oof. (laughs) I think pandemic has taught us being only around one or two people for a long period of time is not healthy. (laughs) Jesus. He, she wants to have a job, but husband says he will provide for me and my daughter all the time. Ooh. It would not be safe for me to go to a job where suspicious men are around. What? This is so peculiar. The curfew is because of the pandemic? Why are you letting her go out? Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, curfew. There was a curfew in England at that time. Yeah, like, why are you... Why are you letting her go out at all? Like, clearly she's been so spoiled that she doesn't acknowledge the fact that, like pandemic means that you have to make sacrifices which you know why are they both in the super like there's a lot of stuff here which is like you're both being very irresponsible and dumb Mm -hmm. i've tried to go cold turkey on all the housework to try and get him to acknowledge me however he has threatened to leave me and take my daughter away with full custody if i ever try that again honey you would be better off and he's never gonna do that because neither of them know how to take care of the house like he's never going to she's also an adult so there's no custody right just fucking bounce, my guy. Jeez. She says she's going to try therapy, but again, like we've said it before, therapy only works if all parties are infested and one of them is not an abuser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this really sucks for OP. She has no money. She's not had a job probably ever either. Like, she no. says her daughter's never had a job, but has she ever had a job? Because it seems like he's kept her from getting one. Yeah. Ugh. Like, others are saying, I should just divorce, but I can't do that because of the sunk cost fallacy. I also think it would harm my daughter more. I've wanted to help her with gaining independence for the longest time, but my hubby does not allow it. It's a really tough situation to be in. I love them so much, but I can't keep living like this. Jesus Christ. Sounds like she's trying to break free. Hopefully. 
She can do that. You don't need independence. You're an idiot. <laughs> you couldn't look after yourself. <laughs> it's just squeaky boy. He is so squeaky. I don't get it. Why don't you have big, deep man meows? I feel like it's like ducks. And I've probably said this before. Like, like the female ducks have the strong quack, whereas the male ducks kind of like garble. Yeah. <laughs> That's what male ducks do. And I know this because there's lots of ducks in England. Everywhere you go, there's fucking ducks. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I don't have a solution for OP besides bounce. Like, even... Like, leave the daughter. She doesn't seem great. She... Yeah, she seems like a bad person. <laughs> like, no... Like, I don't necessarily blame OP. I obviously blame the husband the most, but it's like a tier of blame. Like, they're all assholes, but the husband obviously the most, OP the second, and then the daughter the third, because she's just been raised yeah. to behave this way and think that it's okay. So, anyway. Uh, are you ready for Oof. this hot, fresh dead donkey? Yes. It's, it's the freshest. No flies on this one. It's from four hours ago. Oh, Jesus. That is yeah. fresh. So, or five now, but four when I took the screenshot. So, this is this is a beautiful tropical fish. OP is a beautiful <laughs> tropical fish. Um, she's 24. Her okay. boyfriend's 28. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get through the title. My long-distance relationship boyfriend blows his nose into socks while in bed. Yes, you read that right. What? And at the end of the week, he has four to five socks next to bed that are hard as a brick. How do I convince no. him to just get up and blow his nose? No. Honey, you beautiful tropical fish. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and you can see the comments are just, everybody's like, honey, no. And she's like, but he told me it was blowing his nose. And everybody's like, honey, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god sweet summer child <laughs> this is great okay <laughs> are we doing cum socks yep yep today? i know we've done poop socks and we've done throwaway socks we finally we finally have reached and cute socks that got thrown sock. away funky socks <laughs> anyway so here's the next iteration of the sock uh not trilogy. What's a good word for it? Quadrilogy. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, saga. The Sock Saga. The Sock Saga. Okay, there's the title of the episode. Great. The Sock Gar, if you will. <laughs> okay, so I hope I'm not being a harpy here because I do love him and I want to honor his space and habits, but this one is just kind of gross. We see each other twice a month. One weekend at my place and one weekend at his. On the weeks I go to his place, when he's had a very busy week and hasn't ha kept up with his housework, I will often find socks next to his bed that are literally hard as a rock. Of course, I was a little freaked out, but he explains that sometimes he's so tired from work, he's a pilot with the Air National Guard with a very demanding and variable schedule, that he just grabs a sock, blows his nose into it, and leaves it. That way he doesn't have to get out of bed and interrupt his already limited sleep. The snot dries and makes them hard and he just forgets to clean them up. Okay, very gross, but I get it. He says it's a habit that he has had since he was like 12 or 13. <laughs> I'm dying. I died. This one killed me. I'm dead. Oh my god. My god. <laughs> Do you know any boys? Clearly no brothers, at least. 
Uh, and just can't break it because it saves him so much effort. I don't mind cleaning them up because if we get married, we are going to witness way grosser stuff than that. How do I convince him it would be far more sanitary to just take the couple of minutes and get up and blow his nose? All right. Now let me let me bring up the comments here. Just let the bad jizz in peace. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Just silence. <laughs> The, the, the rest of the episode is just 10 minutes of silence. Just fucking hell. Oh, God. Okay, so you, I, I will likely not be able to get through all of these comments, but the top comment is, lol, that ain't snot unless you've seen him do it. And she says, no, he has enough respect for me to get up and blow his nose if I'm in bed with him. Plus, I clean up right when he gets there, so there's no socks to use. Honey. No, that's, no, there's no socks to use because you're... Yeah. <laughs> That's not snot. This is a shit post. Obviously, OP's replies to comments are hilarious. Oh, honey. <laughs> this one just says, oh, honey. Oh, God. <laughs> he never does it in front of me, fortunately. Yeah, honey, of, of course. Of course not. Of course not. This guy's a legend for being able to convince multiple people that those aren't cum socks. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm literally in tears laughing at this. This is a joke. You're not his mom. Don't clean up after him. Okay, that's a valid. Here's, I'm going to upload this. This is valid advice. Oh, no, I'm not signed in. Some valid advice in this crusty Yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? You're a grown-ass adult. I'm sure he's 28 and he's still in the Air Force. Whatever. Like, she should not be cleaning up after him when they only see each other twice a month. Are you kidding me? Like, he should be able to clean once a month when she's coming over mm-hmm. yeah oh <laughs> sweetheart i hate to be the person to deliver this news but he's not blowing his nose into those socks and she responds you are the third person to say this and i hate to sound stupid but what else could it be oh, <laughs> oh my god hey uh i'm a nigerian prince and i'm gonna need you to give me some money <laughs> oh god yeah, someone's like, hey, don't do this. I don't clean up. And she said, when he came to see me in September, I had violent vomit and he cleaned it up. It's just what people who love each other do. It's like, yeah, when it's illness, when you're sick or like on the rare occasion you're extremely busy. But if your job is preventing you from literally doing any cleaning ever, then that's a work-life balance problem. And you need to yeah, deal with that in your own life. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm on Reddit pretty often and I've never heard of this before. Oh my god. He's a great guy. He puts up with the 50 throw pillows in my house. We just need to learn to live together. Honey, no, that's not it. No, that that's that ain't it, chief. <laughs> just her her insistence. Every single comment is telling her what this is. And she's just like, but nah. what? <laughs> oh, God, 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 oh. He doesn't watch porn or anything. And why would he do it into a sock anyway? Every day we stray further from God's light. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. Okay. I'm so sorry that most of this story is just us laughing, but oh my god, oh. it's very funny. This is my it's... soup tube, I think. 
you are no there's no way you're not laughing as much as I was laughing <laughs> yeah. during SoupTube because as far as I recall during SoupTube I thought I was actually going to die <laughs> from like hyperventilation I couldn't breathe it was terrible it's not all the time oh I clean God. just when he has really busy weeks okay <laughs> oh God men are disgusting yeah this is like okay if he was she's 24 if he was 22 this mm-hmm. would be like okay, you can change him. This is one issue. But right. if he's 28, like, no. Of course, he is in the military, so he's going to be less mature than, come at me. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> well, so the military has like a kind of, in certain circles, has a culture of uh, certain things. And they do not include being responsible and driving a sedan and <laughs> waiting nope. for marriage nope. and children. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I, have, I was raised with oh, four sisters. Dear. Yeah, no shit, lady. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but the idea of a cum sock, and I don't know if this is just me, I very much doubt that it is a nice thing to do. Like It sounds like rug burn, right? Yes, yes. That's what I keep thinking. Is like, surely you just use it to wipe Out, out. Afterwards, yeah. Surely. I've I've never asked anybody because how do you how do you ask somebody, hey, how <laughs> how do you use your cum sock? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys don't need to tell us that. We don't need the answer to no, that question. No. <laughs> please do not tweet me with that. I really don't care. Um, no DMs. No, nothing. No, please, please, please. Thank please, you. God, I don't want to hear about your cum sock. Um, <laughs> like at all. Which is a sentence I never thought I was going to say. I'm really sorry, mom. Yeah, this is... Well, yeah. I don't know. Like, again, he's got to be perfect. This is a long-distance relationship, so you're going to need a trial run before you actually move in together, because Mm -hmm. that's going to be a big worry. If this is literally it for him, like, this is the only negative, which I highly doubt it, then sure. But if there are other red flags, then it's, then no, it's not worth it, especially when it's a long-distance relationship. Do you have an end date for the long-distance part? Are you going to move closer to him? Right. Right. Because he probably can't move closer to you. So, like, hmm. how? How? What's your plan here? What are your long-term goals? Right. Please tell. Yes. What are his prospects? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Oof. That's all I have for oh, this one. No. That's made me tired. Like, thinking about that has done an emotional drain on my... Okay, then here's a relevant subreddit. I was going to do our cleaning okay. tips, but that's too on the nose. We'll save that one for later. We're going to do... R, ooh, big stretch. Oh, yeah. Does your cat really stretch? Unless you look at him and say, oh, big stretch. (laughs) Does he really do it? (laughs) Okay, the top comment of all time is just this really long black cat that's stretched all the way out with its tail curling so it looks like a (laughs) clothes hanger. So it's it's mostly cats, but animals doing big stretches. Oh. Oh, my God. Good stretch. <laughs> Very oh. good. Yeah, and you, I love how the subreddit is, ooh, big stretch, because that's definitely what you say. You say, oh, big stretch. <laughs> oh, big stretch. There's some beautiful cats in here. Toby. <laughs> Daisy is a treasure. I should put Cora on here, because she likes to do the thing where she stands up and then stretches one of her back legs out behind her like a cartoon cat. <laughs> big cats. <Ooh. laughs> Here's one with a tiger, a lion. 
a leopard, I think, and a house cat. Aww. All cats are just cats on the inside. I know. Oh, coyote strength. Yeah, I just saw that one. Oh, very good. Oh, that's exactly Whoa. what Cora does. Front and That's back. exactly what Cora does. Nice, with nice, the nice. Str- bending down and then standing up and stretching out a back leg. <laughs> <laughs> I love how cats are like really dignified animals most of the time until they stretch. <laughs> that that one on its back. Like... <laughs> the black oh, and white so cat. Straunch. Oh my god, this fluffy one with massive stretch. Oh, those are those are murder mittens right there. <laughs> the big chunky cat photoshopped into the town is very good. <laughs> Cora likes to stretch, but also extend her claws as a warning. Oh, a bunny! <laughs> oh, it's a little, it's a little torpedo bunny, where it sat on its paw on its front paws. Aww. Bunnies are so cute. Someone sent me a bunny subreddit. Bunnies are good. I love bunnies. There's a um. I think there's an hourly bunny or a bunny every hour Twitter account. <laughs> oh my gosh, these cats are so good. They should only allow videos because the pictures aren't as satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> it, there is a certain kind of satisfaction you get from watching a cat do a stretch. Yeah. Like it makes you realize that you need to have a little stretch. <laughs> and it's like, can I get an opportunity to rub your belly right now? Because that would be great. Oh, Neo loves having belly rubs anyway. He doesn't like Yeah. Well, you got to do it fast with Cora. You got to get in and out. Otherwise, you're going to have some puncture wounds after. <laughs> I would not dare to touch Cora's stomach. She's like, I love Cora and we we have an understanding. Near her, <laughs> but no, I would never risk my hand on her stomach. <laughs> she started letting us pet her chest because that's soft mm. and fluffy, but that's pretty much all. <laughs> that's the progress that we've made. And her front front paws. Yes, we can pet those back paws. No, you're about to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, add this to your eye bleach, you know. Oh, this is very good. Your eye bleach playlist or whatever. <laughs> your Reddit account where you just have cute animals. Oh, yawn. <laughs> it's very funny Yawns that we good. have some universal... Like, the way we talk to pets are all the same. <laughs> Ooh, big stretch. All right. Oh, big stretch. Very cute. Oh, a rainbow cat. I'm so, I'm also jealous of these people whose cat let whose cats let them pet their belly. Okay, you can find me on Twitter and not at me. Another one of those ones. Hey, don't at me, unless it's a bunny subreddit, at Morgan underscore Slay, or you can directly at us at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter, or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Check out my Animorphs podcast at Middlemorph on Twitter. Also, we haven't said this in a while, but tell people about this podcast. If you like it, share it with other people so we can keep doing it yeah that would be great we want money please thank you that would be nice getting paid for services although i don't know if this is a service um (laughs) you could find me on twitter advice is a service (laughs) this is a service at esme underscore c underscore knows as in knows lots of things please do not answer my previous question which i will not repeat um (laughs) I, i don't care that much Leave me in my blissful ignorance. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. Yeah, please don't ruin our day. That would ruin our day. Oh, God, please. I'm telling you please this. Please don't ruin my day. <laughs> I really, I do not want to know. I shouldn't have opened my mouth and asked the question. That was dumb. You want me to bleep it? 
Um, <laughs> Flip the question. <laughs> I mean, I might. It might be the smart thing to do because otherwise, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't know, man. I'm worried for my inbox. RIP my DMs. Well, so, well, if we if if it becomes a problem, we'll just have to lock them for a week. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh God, please! I don't want to be that level of Twitter famous. All right, y'all. Heed our words and deeds. Just all of them. All of them. <laughs> Everything we say, it should be taken as canon. Yep. Also, this podcast is not medical or legal advice. Okay, bye. No. <laughs>